Hi there, and welcome to the Kidlit Treehouse podcast with your host, Liam Jury. I'm a grade 5-6 classroom teacher at New Haven Primary School, which is in Phillip Island, Victoria, Australia. And the Kidlit Treehouse is a project designed to build literacy competence in young people. So thanks so much for tuning into the pod. Let's get started. This week on the pod, we have published author Zanny Louise, who's written a picture storybook um, called Errol. She's also written Archie and the Bear, which is one of um, our family favourites. And we hear from some more young authors this week. We hear from our first international guest. And as always, we'll have our fact or fib and the lit challenge. Let's get into it. Okay, welcome to episode five of the Kidlit Treehouse podcast. We are very excited this week to have three new authors on the show. We have Eleanor, Prudence, and Harvey. So, welcome, guys. Hi. Can you just tell us how old you are, Eleanor? Um, I am eight years old. Eight years old. Prudence. I'm nine. Nine. And Harvey. I'm ten. Ten. Okay, so we've got an eight, nine, and ten-year-old. Fantastic. Who um, are we going to hear from first? I think we'll start with you, Eleanor. So, what writing have you got to share with us today? I've got Giant Jupiter. It's a um, information report about Jupiter. I'm, re- I'm reading two paragraphs. Great. Share. Oh, wait. Jupiter has, uh, has so many moons. There is Europea, Lobe, Callisto, and the biggest of them, of them all, Ganymede. Ganymede is actually a big satellite dish. Europea Euro- Euro- is one of the four moons. It has an orbit of Orbital period of 85 years. Maybe Europea is named after... Europeans are named after one of the moons. Ganymede is bigger than Mercury, Pluto, and three times bigger than our moon. Though it has the highest density of the four moons, Callisto is the second largest moon. Um, that was my that was my paragraph. Okay, next on the show, we're going to listen to Harvey's piece of writing. So, Harvey, what have you got to share with us today? I have a poem called Surf Your Life. Brilliant. Off you go. I take my board into my arm and step on the crunchy sand. I place the piece of fiberglass into the water. I place my tummy on top of the board and paddle out to the back. Later on, a monstrous wave is rushing towards me. I sit up, turn around and paddle for dear life. Next thing I know, I'm standing, riding down the wave. I suddenly feel a huge tug in my leg, my leg rope. I fall off and hit my neck on the wave. I swim to the surface. Look what I see. Giant shark swimming right towards me. Chop! Oh no. It ended with you being eaten by a shark. Jeez. Um, that's a great poem, Harvey. What was your inspiration to write that poem? Um, that I like surfing and a lot of other people like surfing. Okay. So I thought I'd make a poem about surfing. I don't know if that's going to make me want to go surfing if, uh, if I'm going to get eaten by a shark at the end of it, but I like, the, I like that bit at the end. It made me laugh. Um, thanks very much, Harvey. Prudence, um, you've got a piece of writing to share with us. What's your writing today? It's a poem called Save the Sea Life. It's written by me, Harvey and Jasper. A oh, group poem, fantastic. How was it writing in a group? Um, well, it was my first time at a 
um, poetry slam. So we all thought it would be a better way to do it. Yeah. Great. Yeah, it's called Save the Sea Life. Okay. If you want to kill the sea life, go ahead. Throw your rubbish away. If not, save the world instead. Do not litter today. Don't throw away. Then recycle it once another day. Save the sea life. We shout hooray. Then the sea life shall live another day. Deep out of the ocean, sea life should live in peace. But now all the sea life is filling up with grief. Thank you for listening. That's really great. What was your inspiration for writing that poem? Um, pollution. Yeah, pollution. And we just wanted to make people stop because if we don't stop pollution now, we'll go away. Yeah. Great. Thank yeah, you so much. If we don't stop pollution now, it will keep on going. Yeah. It won't go away. You're absolutely right. So think about that, listeners. Make sure you're picking up rubbish and looking after our environment. Thanks, Prudence, for your sharing your writing today. Okay, listeners, we are so excited this week to have a very special author on the podcast. We've got Zanny Louise from uh, Northern New South Wales. So, Zanny, welcome to the Kid Literary House podcast. Oh, thank you, Liam. So nice to be here. Yeah, we're so excited to have you on. Um, can you tell us about how you got into writing? Yes. Well, I was always writing as a kid. Well, in fact, before that, I was storytelling. So from, you know, my earliest memories walking around our property in Inverell in Western New South Wales, telling myself stories, um, making them up or using characters like Dot and the Kangaroo or, you know, existing characters. And so, yeah, then my dad got a typewriter and I could start writing them out. It was very exciting. Um, And I was always writing stories as a kid all the way through high school, university. I wrote plays um, and other stories. But it wasn't until I had kids of my own that I started to feel a bit more serious about it. Like I, you know, I wanted to find out how do you publish a book? You know, how do you become an actual author? Is that even a thing you can become? And so I started looking into that a bit more seriously and, I was attending lots of courses and um, interviewing other authors on my blog. Yeah, I started a blog and just sort of one thing rolled on to another and then I found myself, the thing that I really loved was picture books. So that's where I put my energy, making picture books. And, yeah, just put the word out there and was fortunate to get published. Yeah, fantastic. So you've written six, is it six picture books, picture story books? Uh, I've written... I've written four, published four picture books. Um, there's a couple, couple of others sort of in the wings at the moment. Um, and, yeah, so the other ones, so there's six uh, books in the Tiggy and the Magic Paintbrush series, which they're kind of technically picture books, but they're more like a little chapter book. So they're for kids who are starting to read themselves. So um, there's still only 32 pages in full colour, you know, lots of illustrations, but the language and the, you know, the themes in the book are very much for school age kids um, and kids learning to read themselves. And then I've just launched two new books in a uh, dance junior fiction series called Stardust School of Dance. So that's quite cute. Oh, so that's sort of for the next next age level up. So that's like six, six to eight years old probably or even 10-year-old kids still seem to like them. Cool. Um, so... Thinking about when you were a child, what was your favourite um, book? 
that either you were oh, read to or you read? Yeah, I mean, look, I was, I would have had lots, but um, I always love Winnie the Pooh. Um, and that's one that actually probably when I started looking into books again, that was the thing I really connected with again as an adult. Um, and one that really sticks in my memory is um, Alison Lester's book, Clive Eats Alligators. And I don't know why that particular book, um, like I can just visualise where I was sitting when I was reading that. I can remember how I felt about all the different characters and all the questions that I had for them. And, yeah, so it was just this really kind of thorough me memory. Um, but then, you know, as a sort of independent reader, I really loved, yeah, Roald Dahl and, um, you know, Enid Blyton, Treehouse Books, uh, yeah, <laughs> Faraway Tree. Um, yeah, I think those are the ones that stick in my mind. Cool. Thank you. Um, now, what book would you recommend to our young listeners out there at the moment? Oh, there's so many amazing books out there. Um, a couple of good books that I've read lately. Um, there's a new book by Nat Amore called um, Secrets of a Schoolyard Millionaire. And it's it's her first book. And oh, I, it's just so good. Like it's got it's got everything. It's got high drama, high stakes. It's so funny. It's full of heart. Um, it's kind of got moral lessons but in a really sweet way and it's just incredibly well written. So, yeah, I think that one's that one's fantastic. Um, and I'm also just uh, a friend, Edwina Wyatt, she's a, another author, she just sent me a book called um, The Care and Feeding of a Pet Black Hole by Michelle Cuvace, um, Cuvas, I'm not sure how you say her last name. She's mm. a... She's an American author and oh, it's just divine. Like it's so funny and so quirky and really, really warm. So that's my sort of book. Oh, very cool. Thank you so much. Um, now, it was book week last week, which I'm sure you um, were very aware of. And I know you were pretty busy with book week. I'm sure you were in schools and doing lots of yes. appearances. So um if I want to ask you this question, if you could have four book characters over for dinner, who would you invite? <laughs> um, let me see. I would not invite yellow and orange crayon because they would just fight the whole time. Um, <laughs> um, yes. Well, I think I'd have to have a Oliver Jeffers character because I just love them, but I, I wouldn't know which maybe maybe um maybe the moose <laughs> um the moose yeah uh and uh and i think cat in the hat would be fun yes. um and winnie the pooh because he's adorable and eeyore because he's just so funny yeah that's four yeah um, i could have heaps more but i think that that would be a good start that'd be a really nice dinner party <laughs> that would be fun um can you give um we obviously have a lot of young listeners out there and i just wondered if you could give us w one piece of advice for our young authors out there right um i reckon i always say to kids beginning of my writing workshops with them you know we don't worry about spelling here like we don't worry about anything 
and you can write whatever you want and there are no rules like you can you just got to write how it comes because everyone's different you know some people love words some people love drawing some people love doing like comic strips some people like doing mind maps and I just think let your pen or your pencil roll and just see what comes in, in the way you want it to come because yeah it's it's a really personal little journey and the thing is just to um, just to have fun in that creative space and just let it happen rather than worrying about the outcome because you know there's another there's another hat you put on when you have to go edit your work or you have to make it better but in the beginning you're just growing your ideas and you're just growing your story and just seeing how it's going to come out of you so and that bit you shouldn't control too much you should just let it come out however it comes yeah very good thank you very much that's great advice um our last question today is this was our kid lit um challenge um last week for our listeners and the question was if you were a kitchen appliance what would you be and why <laughs> um a puffer maker um, because, Say that again, sorry. Um, a poffature maker. <laughs> do you know what poffitures are? Like those little Dutch pancakes. Oh, yes, the Dutch pancakes. Um, yeah, I do know them. Yeah. yeah, because it's just a really cool word. <laughs> <laughs> no other reason. Maybe that can be the lit challenge for the week is uh, for our listeners to spell that word. <laughs> poffature, exactly. It's foreign, so that's, that's a bit, you know, <laughs> not easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh well thank you so much for coming on the podcast Zanny, and giving us your time we really appreciate um you coming on my pleasure thanks so much for having me liam no worries all right thank you bye see ya hello there everybody we are very excited to have our first international guest on the podcast this week so joining us at the kidlit treehouse podcast episode five is Aidan all the way from England so hi Aidan welcome to the show hi it's a pleasure to be here oh what lovely manners um can you tell us a little bit about yourself Aidan how old are you I'm 11 11 wow okay and um have you got some writing to share with us today on the podcast uh yeah brilliant do you want to share away okay these are my fiction characters that I've done some art about. Ah, oh, interesting. Uh, uh, so firstly, I'm going to talk about the Zardorians. So the Zardorians come from the planet Zardoria. Their planet was destroyed by Electron, the destroyer of realms, and his older brother Malgar, Malgard, the destroyer of worlds. The Zardorians are extreme warriors with two heads, they share one brain. The general, king and queen have only one head and one brain and as such are more superior. My goodness, they sound very strong characters that you've come up with there. Um, where did you get the idea for these characters? Characters with two heads. Sounds very interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know where I got the idea for the Zardorians. Okay, do you read fantasy books? Uh, sometimes, yeah. I've read The Lord of the Rings and Hobbit. Oh, yes. Did you like that book? Yeah. You did? Fantastic. Um, and are you planning to do anything with these characters? Are you going to put them into a story or what, what's, your, what's your intention? Uh, 
I'm think I think I'm gonna do more art about oh. them. Yeah, nice. Great. Um unfortunately, listeners, you're not gonna be able to see the artwork because um we are on a podcast, but I have seen the images that um Aiden's created to go with these characters and they are fantastic, I can tell you that. Okay, Aiden, something that we do over here in Australia on the podcast is we actually ask kids to recommend books. So is there a book you're reading at the moment? Just We'd be interested to know if the books that you're reading over in England are different or similar to the ones that we read in Australia. So what, what would you recommend? Uh, I would recommend reading The World's Worst Teachers by David Walliams. Ah, David Walliams, an English author. Oh, that's very good. We do know him over here. We read quite a lot of his stuff. The world's worst teachers sounds very interesting. I have a lot of teachers that listen to this show, so be careful what you say. Um, Aidan, what makes the world's worst teacher? Uh, probably a really bad teacher is someone who only cares about themselves. They'll blame everything on the students. They'll try and get away with everything. Uh, they aren't doing their job well. They're just being mean to the students and they're just being all around, just being a meanie. A meanie. Did you hear that, teachers? Stop being meanies if you don't want to appear in David Walliams' book. Thanks, Aidan. It has been an absolute pleasure having you on the show and hopefully we get more international guests um, because people will listen to this and think, wow, I want to be like Aidan. So thank you so much for appearing on the show and have a fantastic rest of the day what's the weather like in england at the moment aiden uh well for the start of the summer holidays it was actually really nice and warm then it started raining and was miserable again like that that sounds like the england i know um yeah so you're going back to school soon are you uh fairly soon yeah yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for giving up some of your holiday to come on the podcast. Take care. Yeah. See you. Thank you for having me. Fact or fear. Fact or fear. Fact or fear. It's that time of week again, folks. It is fact or fib. So, Harvey, have you got a fact or fib for us today? Yes. Um. Can kangaroos fart? Oh, my goodness. What do you reckon, Prudence? No. no. You think that's a fib? Yeah, I think it's a fib. I think it's a fib. I think it's a fact. Surely they must fart. No, they can't fart. Oh, yes. They cannot fart. I'm gobsmacked. Wow. Okay. Um, I wonder if they can burp. Maybe. Maybe that's something, listeners, you can find out for us. Write into the show to let us know. Um, Eleanor, have you got a factual tip for us today, please? Yes, I do. Um, Jupiter is... Is Jupiter 300 times the size of Earth? So Jupiter is 300 times I the size of Earth. Fib. fib? I think it's Fib. You think it's Fib? Yeah, I think it's Fib. I think it's bigger. It's, it's a fact. Oh, it is 300 times oh, We were all wrong. Oh, dear. I thought it was smaller. Yeah. yeah, it's it's ginormous. It's the biggest planet in the solar system. It's really big. It is. That's not a planet. That's a star. The sun is a star. Very good. All right, thank you, folks, for Fact or Fib this week. Um... 
Prudence has something interesting to share with us. What, what did you want to share, Prudence? It's, it's a riddle. Oh, I love riddles. So, one day a rooster sat on the top of a shed and it laid an egg. Which way did the egg roll? Which way did the egg roll? Jeez, uh, I'm not quite sure. I know. You've got, you know? I think I know. You think um, you know as well, Harvey? Um, Eleanor, you want to go first? Yeah, neither way. It... Um, roosters don't lay eggs. Ah, roosters do not lay eggs, of course. That is a brilliant riddle. Thank you very much. Hope you guys got that one at home. Thanks, Prudence. Always, it's been an absolute pleasure listening to a variety of people on our show this week. Thanks for tuning in to the Kid Lit Treehouse podcast. Our lit challenge for the week is following on from Aidan's recommendation of The World's Worst Teacher by David Walliams. So what I'd like you to do is have a go at recording five different things that teachers should never say. Five different things that a teacher should never say. Have a go at writing it in your writer's notebook and send in any writing that you'd like to get on the podcast to thekidlittreehouse at gmail.com. We'll catch you next week, folks. Thanks. Thanks.